Hello, fellow Breakthrough Warriors. This is Lucy Liu, and you're listening to the Breakthrough with Lucy Liu podcast. Yeah, uh, Breakthrough with Lucy Liu. Push it to the limit. This is your inspiration. Keep it going. Time to get it. Yeah. If you want success, no time to second guess. See what you're made of. Time to put it to the test. Yeah. Everybody has a dream. There is nothing you can't do. Keep your head in the game. Let nothing shake you. It's time to rise. Time for you to break through with Lucy Lou. Uh, helping you to break through. Let's go. Hello, my fellow Breakthrough Warriors. Welcome back to another episode of the Breakthrough with Lucy Lou podcast, where we invite inspirational, mission-driven entrepreneurs to share their breakthrough journey and how they build a thriving business around their passion and purpose. I'm your host, Lucy Lou, and today is story time. So in this episode, I'll be sharing with you how and why I started this Breakthrough with Lucy Lou podcast. And it is a time that you'll get to know a little bit about me and my story and my why. And I would just really love to connect with you on a personal level because at the end of the day, they always say business is not personal. That's not true. Come on, business it's all personal. You know, it's the people who are do, making the business work, right? So I've, when I want to, especially I think nowadays with social media, before you buy something, you wanted to know what does this company stand for? You know, who is person behind the company? Steve Jobs is just as important, you know, as Apple, the brand. You know, knowing him as an entrepreneur just make us believe in Apple even more. And so... Today, I am so excited to be sharing with you why I started my podcast. I think for a lot of mission-driven entrepreneurs and probably you as a listener listening, you know, I'm sure you have a burning desire. You want to make a difference in the world. You want it to follow your passion, especially when we develop ourselves personally, getting, getting into the personal development space, you know, reading Wayne Dyer's, you know, um, reading Marion Willinson, reading all these giants. We know that life is so much more than just trying to survive and make money. We all wanted to be, we all wanted to make a difference. Deep down, I truly believe that. And for those people who don't care, Maybe it's just life beating them down that they forget that they it's not safe to to dream big anymore because they're just trying to survive. And being an entrepreneur, it's just in my blood because I came from an entrepreneurial family where I saw my parents that they really hustle and struggles. And you know, my both my parents, they are not like um you know, graduating from elite colleges, you know, my, I, I don't think my dad even graduated from, from college. And, you know, he's a countryside kid. And he and my mom met when they're really young and they're both each other's first love. So that's really cute. And, you know, they really struggle. But my dad always, always had the self-belief 
as as entrepreneur, right? That he is meant for something more. So he and my mom combined. I think both of them. My mom just where I was chatting with my mom the other day that both of them change. I think more than thirty jobs combined. That's so crazy. And and my dad, you know, started a consulting company. My mom was helping out. You know, he was sales. You know, selling copy machines and a washing powder. Like all washing powders, you know, all kinds of weird stuff that um, that they just hustle. They really hustle. But in my dad's forties, uh, and I think I was around like twelve at the time, that my parents they founded one of the first um, network marketing companies in Taiwan, and we were selling health supplements. Um, and in the next. Fifteen years, they were able to build this company up from scratch into an eight-figure international enterprise. And um, you know, I never, my parents never really talked to me about you know uh, how rich we are, or so I never really felt that growing up. I never felt like we were um, different. I mean. Um, Uh, yes, we never lack money, but it was not like, hey, look at our car, look at the clothes that we wear, look at our vacations. But I just knew that um, my parents work hard, and they they have their own company, and that um, money was not was not a, a point of argument. You know, it's like, oh, we we don't have the money for this. We, you know, you cannot do this because of money. And that I'm really really grateful because I know. It's not most people's experience. You know, people struggle. I mean, my parents—they, they too—they, they, they, um, they were once in debt. But it's just when they educate us kids, they never put that lack mentality in in us. It was always if you want something, you earn it, you work hard for it. And always, my dad is just teaching me this philosophy is. It's about serving. It's about serving other people. It's about giving back to society. Um, so he really had a huge, huge impact on um, on my just on on me as a person, my value, my character, and and this is part of the. This is actually the main reason. That's my why that I that I started this podcast because I I don't have my dad anymore. Ten years ago, um, he passed away because of cancer, and it was it was a really really difficult time because um, for the two years that my dad was diagnosed with cancer to the day that he passed away, he was di- diagnosed at two thousand and eight, and. We couldn't tell anybody because you know of what we what we sold. We sold health supplements, right? So um, I don't know. Maybe in, in different parts of the world, the culture is different. But at least that in in Asia, you know, we we care so much about our face, right? Like we are theolian, you know, don't lose your face, or you, we care so much about um, the community that. The fact that my dad is selling health supplements but have cancer is just going to have a really negative impact on our um, our sales, on our repres- our agents, on our company. And so when he knew, he told me, he said, "Keep it as a secret." 
And what do you do when, when your loved one asks you to keep a secret that you know is going to cost their lives? And to honor him, I didn't say anything. And it was torture because for two years, I would go back and forth the hospital with him and really just see him wither. And it was, it was one of the darkest days because there's nothing I could do about it. I mean, I wanted to tell somebody, it's like a whistleblower. It's like, I wanted to tell, you know, people who are working the company and just say, Hey, you know, we, we gotta, we gotta do something. This end, this end, this company, daddy, you know, we don't need the money anymore. Let's just let, you know, let's just let you get well. But for him, it was more than the money. It was his family, all his agents, um, all the customers, he really see everybody as his family that he needed to take care of them. So there's no way he was just drop the ball because he's sick. Um, so two years down the road, um, we, we lost the battle to cancer. He passed away and he actually handed me the company to run. And I was so young. I think I just turned 26 at the time and I had no clue. I mean, I was just disoriented. I was still grieving um, from the loss of my dad. And I wasn't able to take over the company. I just wasn't in a right mental state, emotional state, spiritual state. I was still in shock that, oh my God, my dad passed away. And um, what now? And so the next 10 years would actually be my dark night of the soul. Um, I, there was just a part of me that died with my dad. I felt, I felt I failed. I felt that I was not able to protect the person that I love the most. And, and I wanted to, I just wanted to hide. I didn't feel the strength and that I used to feel. And I, I realized that a father plays such an important role, you know, in a, in a daughter's life. And so the next 10 years, I was, I was still, you know, functioning in the world. And then that was also the time that I really started going hard on the personal development because I want to find answer, you know, and then personal development is about finding your strength, right? And I was going to all these different seminars and workshops. And then I was investing like more than six figure in my personal development. I was in different masterminds. I was in India like four or five times, you know, going to ashrams, meditating, and just trying to find my center. And then, and yet now looking back, I realized that um, I never really took the time to grieve or to, 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 um, to accept that I was okay. You know, I always blame myself for, for what happened, that I didn't save my dad. If I could have said something, if I could have done something, maybe I just, maybe I just ended the company and then everything was going to be okay. And I was thinking about all kinds of, of thoughts and, and, you know, it was, so I was on this journey, right? Like trying to, trying to fill the hole, basically, going, going to different courses because as a, out of compensation, I felt like I was in constant learning mode because I was so scared of failure because of the failure that I experienced, you know, with, you know, when somebody trusts you so much, okay, that company, our company, our family business was a company that my parents built 
from scratch with blood, sweat, and tears. And then they entrusted me. My dad, before he passed away, he entrusted me with that to continue his legacy. And yet, I was so young. I was so confused. I was so sad. I had so such low self-esteem at the time that I was not able to fulfill that. I was not able to take it over, and I beat myself up over and over and over and over again for that. And for that, in the next, in the in the past ten years, who already passed, right? In the past. Past ten years, I was trying to fill the hole with different courses, trying to heal, and then, and yet, it was a compensation of, of, for my sense of of lack and failure. So my point is, when when I decided that how I got out of that dark night of the soul was I realized. It's great to learn, but a lot of times that you may get lost in the learning, and you realize that all the learning becomes self sabotage and self paralysis because you tell yourself that if you just would take another course and another course and another course, then you're gonna be fine. You know, you gotta to you gotta first master sales. So let's before you can even sell something, let's go to first go to a sales class. You know, you you cannot go out un, unless you have a website. So you struggle for month and month trying to get the copy right on your website, and yet you're not putting yourself out there, right? At the end of the day, the website is just an extension of you, right? So if you got your 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 social media account, if you just go out there and speak, you are putting yourself out there. You know, nowadays the way that business is done is changed so much. So it's really at the end of the day, I realized my biggest fear was I didn't feel enough to just put myself out there as raw as I am. And there was a point where I took all the courses, and I still feel like inside of me. Okay, on the outside, other people may see different things, and nobody and no circumstances can truly. You know,、um, how do you say this? Like,、oh, you, you know, you, you see, you see some women that are really like gorgeous, right? And then yet they have such low self-esteem. You're like wondering why. That's not. I, are you crazy? Can you do you see yourself? You know, do you know how pretty you are? And that's the thing is that you can have all the certificates, you can have all the degrees, and all the all things on paper that looking good on the outside. But if you feel like shit in on the inside, it doesn't matter. And I was reaching that point where I was going to all the masterminds. You know, I was spending money on coaching. I was doing all these programs, but then on still inside, I felt like a failure. I felt so inadequate that I felt like I wasn't good enough. And there was one point that I needed to make a decision and say, you know. There's nothing else. There's no more classes that I can take, you know. And then, by the way, I only have 24 hours. You know, I cannot even finish one class, right? And then now I have 10 classes. What am I doing? And I'm not putting myself out there truly, truthfully, and just boldly. So,、um, on my death, on my dad's 10th anniversary of him passing, 
And I just really had this spiritual moment, I think, with him. I believe in spirits, and I believe that my dad had been watching over me. And I was really looking at his pictures and looking at all the memories that we've had. And I felt a sense of gratitude towards my dad. I just love my daddy so, so much. And I look at this, the pictures, and, and I just... And I just kind of like, I felt, I think I wasn't delusion, but I think I, I heard him just tell me that I just want you to be happy. That's what he wants. You know, he, it wasn't, for him, it doesn't matter that I took over the company. It also doesn't matter if I'm the most rich or successful woman in the world. He just wants me to be happy. He wants me to live my passion. He believes in me. He wants me to live a productive life. And <sighs> sorry, guys. <sighs> it's, it's, you know, it can be emotional when you talk about um, somebody that you care about so much. And I know he just want me to be happy. And I really, I really thought that, okay, you know, this is the time, right? That the best way that I can continue my dad's legacy, it's not, um, not necessarily about continuing his company, but his legacy is his spirit. So I wanted to do, I've been wanting to do podcasts for a long time. And I, I, my dad always say, you know, find something that you burn for and find something you're passionate about, find something that give you the drive and also that you know can deliver value to the world. And I knew that I can deliver value to the world. And that is that, you know, along these years with my travel, with my studying, I have met so so many amazing people, truly. And I know that they, I, I've learned things from them, you know, that, that tremendously that I would love to share with the world and help them to share their message with the world because that's all my work is about. My life mission is really about helping mission-driven entrepreneurs to get their message out, to craft their personal brand story, to get their message out and to use speaking to grow and scale their impact. And I have been, um, and that's a little bit about my background. I have been doing public speaking or been getting into public speaking, starting joining my first speech competition when I was age 12. And so I've been doing public speaking already for 24 years. And when I talk about doing it, meaning like I was really all the stages, you know, when I was hosting our company event of two, 3000 people, I was the host, I was the organizer. I was the girl who really talked with these top leaders in our companies and understanding, you know, how they're able to reach those big numbers. How are they able to make the millions? And then um, to, to bring their story onto stage, to introduce them. So I've been doing this. And by the age of 18, um, I was already a three times national public speaking champion in Taiwan. And I've been training people since I was 22 years old. So I was already been 14 years. And um, 
really helping to helping people, especially elite uh, Chinese entrepreneurs, to to present themselves on a global stage to get their message out. Um, because a lot of times, you know, I have one client and it was very funny that she is like a kick-ass entrepreneur, all right, businesswoman. But because of the language barrier, it's like every time when she negotiate internationally and she would have her interpreter. And you know, at the end of the day, negotiation is all about confidence. And it's all about that, mm, you know, like... In Chinese, we say qi. <laughs> that when, when you don't have that confidence, you know, you, you don't win the, the fight. And then so an interpreter that she hires is just a student and an intern. And whenever she's speaking in Chinese with full power, it's like, you know, like she was like saying all these things with confidence. And then the interpreter comes. And then it's like becoming like so soft. I think this is very good. And then, so she's like, oh, it's so frustrating. And then so, you know, I was helping her to be able to actually own the language, you know, even though uh, English is not her native language. It's, it wasn't the na my native language. So I had to learn English from scratch. So I totally understand the hurdles that one has to go through when you learn a second language. And so I was able to help her, you know, to to speak in English with total confidence and certainty. And that is something that, um, that money cannot buy. You know, you, money can buy you a course, but at the end of the day, confidence, certainty, that has to come within yourself. So going back to my story, as I said, you know, this is the story time. So going back into my story, um, so on the 10th anniversary, which is this year, um, 2018, I just made that decision. You know, I look at the pictures of my dad and I, I just decided, you know, daddy, I'm going to make you proud. I am going to make you proud. And to make you proud is not about all the achievement because my dad was never about that. But to make you proud that I'm going to let your spirit shine through me. You know, whoever come into contact with me, when they see my light, when they see my passion, I'm going to say, this is Bill Lu. This is your legacy. And I'm going to bring all the lessons that you have taught me as an entrepreneur, you know, uh, about life, about how to be an awesome human being. I'm going to bring that into my business. And then so I've been wanting to do podcasts for a long time. And I believe in the value of podcasts, of sharing knowledge. And there's something about this, just this medium, right? That you are just listening to my voice. You're, you know, you, I feel like this is so much more intimate than all the distraction of the YouTube. Maybe it's big, you know, because I'm a little still not mastering that, that piece of the YouTube video. So, so I'm sure once I get into it, maybe I'll have a different opinion. Okay. But at this moment, I just find that um, podcast is such a great way you know, for people to get to know you without distraction, without all the images, and people just listen to your voice and get to know you and feel you as a person, you build this personal connection. And I wanted to bring these awesome guys, you know, that I have met, some of them, they they're used to be my idols and teachers, and then now I get get to have them on my show and to share their entrepreneurial journey of how they follow their passion, their purpose, their path, and be able to turn that 
into profit into a profitable business. And I think this is the new level of business of evolution of our human consciousness is that there is no more gap between the spiritual and the material. You know, it's not like you go to church on Sunday and then from Monday to, to Saturday, you're miserable, right? Or that, you know, that you go to work, you go to a job that you hate in order to pay bills. And then you have so little time to work on your passion that becomes the passion becomes you don't something you you cannot even charge right because you don't feel like you can really fully devote to it i just i just think that is so important that we are totally aligned and integrated that when we are living on this earth plane with our lifetime we're able to use our life force use every ounce of our experience and expertise to help other people grow to advance the human society and while getting paid for it and then not having to worry about bills. And that was the whole um, whole purpose of this podcast is to, to get people who have now, you know, living that in that new paradigm of, of, of total alignment um, with what they do as a profession, with who they are as a person, everything, that there's no split and they show up as a fully empowered human being and they're here to help other people to do the same. And they get to be on the show and share their stories. And so that is really like why I started my podcast. And I'm just really grateful for all of you to just be witnessing my journey for being on this path with me. Um, jump on, you know, jump, jump on board. You know, I, I just have this amazing vision for this um, podcast. I know this is just a medium. This is just a platform that God is, is giving me in my heart to build out where we can truly support the teachers to get their message out um, to the world to help more people. Because I know at the heart of a teacher, it, with, you know, with every single guest that I have on the show, they all have something in the common is they all have a heart of service. That's what I admire about them. And that is in their heart's most inner desire that their time is well spent, that when they spend their time, they can maximize their impact. And I think that podcast is the best way for them to reach out to people, to have an influence on people, sharing their knowledge. But also it's about providing the platform for the students to get on board, to learn from the teachers, and then to grow, evolve. And then I, I would be so honored that if this podcast has been of help to you, if you learn something, you implement, and your life change, that we can get you on my show and to share your breakthrough stories and how you break, how you are able to, you know, to to break through and then get to be in a position where now, you know, you're making tons of money, living a great life and having purpose and meaning and you, you can help other people to do the same. So we keep this beautiful virtuous cycle. It's not a vicious cycle, but a virtuous cycle going of student becoming teacher and teacher teaching the students. And then we just, we just all evolve together as, as humanity. So this is going to be the, um, the second, this is going to be the end of this, um, this episode. Um, 
I hope you enjoy it and that you would jump on the community of the Breakthrough with Lucy Lou on Facebook and we get to continue this uh, conversation in the group. And I honor you and I, I thank you. I thank you for wanting to make a difference in the world. Because a lot of people, when they are stuck in their survival reality, people are just stuck. They become self-absorbed. They forget that we're all here actually for each other. So I honor you and I thank you. And I look forward to hearing from you. So, okay, my fellow Breakthrough Warriors, thank you so much for being with me today here. And if you like this content, please subscribe to our show on iTunes. And don't forget to show your love by giving us a five-star rating and write an awesome review. I appreciate you all. And just remember, sometimes you've got a break in order to break through. It's all part of the process. Until then, keep breaking through and keep rising. I will see you soon in the next episode. Bye for now. Let's go. Breakthrough with Lucy Lou. We want to thank you for tuning in. Time to rise. Time for a breakthrough. Tell your friend, tell your grandma that you love. Breakthrough with Lucy Lou. Time to turn it up. Get your daily dose of breakthrough when you want. Driving to work in the gym or when you making love. <laughs> and subscribe for the new. And if you love it, you can leave a five-star review, right? With Lucy Lou, helping you to break through. Go get it.